if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Onward, we roll into hour number two now at 10. It's past 10 o'clock. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420. The answer on this free for all Friday. It's the 29th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord 2021. About three days ago, Joe Biden declared that he will replace the entire federal fleet of vehicles with electric, electric vehicles. It's part of his and Joe Biden's Green New Deal commitment to essentially wipe out the internal combustion engine, making the, the need for oil completely obsolete, which, of course, is insanity because petroleum is used in so many unbelievable ways of American life and American industry. Uh, it would never happen. It would never happen. But he wants to build electric vehicles, wants electric vehicles all over the world but particularly here in the United States. The goal here is to get rid of actual internal combustion engines in automobiles and in trucks. Electric car batteries are the answer, he says, and they say. Now, I talked about the impact on the electrical grid last segment, thanks to a caller who brought it up again. I want to talk about the reason for this, and then let's talk about the method for making it happen. The reason, they say, is because the planet cannot sustain the continued mining and drilling for fossil fuels for energy. Mining for coal, drilling and tapping uh, 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 natural gas resources, oil wells, and so on and so forth. All of the refineries, all of the things that, you know, that go into the carbon emission that they say is killing the planet. So we have to, we have to stop drilling into the earth and releasing this massive carbon emission. And the answer they say is the electric car battery. Okay. Let's talk about the reality of the electric car battery. Let's talk about how it's going to be environmentally friendly. And let's tell the truth about what will really happen to the environment. If we pursue this ridiculous course of action, the United Nations itself, the United Nations has made very clear the dangers, the devastating impact and effect on the planet, on the environment, on the climate, if you will, if we pursue this environmentally friendly, and I use that in air quotes, uh, electric car uh, fantasy. 
the raw materials that are used in making these um, these batteries, these electric car batteries, things like cobalt, lithium, manganese, copper, minerals like graphite, they play an enormous role in these energy-related technologies. And acquiring these things require all kinds of drilling and mining and all kinds of damage that can and will be done to the planet, including our water supply. Lithium-ion batteries are going to damage an enormous amount of the environment that they say they want to build these things in order to protect. But it's not just the environmental impacts, which are huge. It's not just the environmental impacts. There is a human rights angle to all of this that the left will never tell you about. Little black children are being exploited in Africa, and particularly the Democratic Republic of Congo. In the Congo, little black children are treated as little black slaves, making a dollar a day to dig into the earth, into cobalt mines, to have their little lungs poisoned and blocked, because they have no PPE, no personal protective equipment while they're down there. Little black children whose urine has been tested to have found more metal in it, again, for a dollar a day, young children as young as four years old. They've got chronic lung disease due to the cobalt dust. They've got metal in their urine. They're dying at extraordinarily rapid rates. And this is just for the number of electric cars that are being produced now. Now, I'm going to share something with you that you will not believe. I'm going to share something with you from CNN, of all places. Yes, this was an investigative report done by CNN. Before they you know, went on full, we hate the orange man, let's destroy the country mode, CNN actually did a decent investigative report here. They took their cameras to the Congo, and they wanted to show the world what happens when you pursue electric car battery, um, you know, this electric car battery explosion. John Kerry said they want to build car battery plants and electric car plants all over this country. Joe Biden says, I'm converting the entire federal fleet of cars and trucks to electric cars and trucks. The world should know where these things come from. And CNN, of all places, did this report. I'm going to give it to you in about 45-second sound bites. Christian and his friends are digging 20 meters down, taking turns at 24-hour shifts. There's no light and little oxygen, but what they bring up is precious. This is the start of a supply chain leading all the way from this makeshift mine to your luxury battery-powered car. The sacks are full of cobalt ore, a crucial component in lithium-ion batteries set to power the coming green energy revolution but at what cost there is growing evidence that the cobalt supply chain uses child labor companies say they're working hard to verify the source of all their hand mined artisanal cobalt but that it's a difficult task it's a difficult task because the companies that are using these children as slaves literally as slaves are doing everything they can to cover it up. Although we've been given permission to film here, as soon as they see us, officials begin to scare the children away. Not 
All of them, though, are fast enough. Some work on. One young boy staggers under his load. His friend sees the camera, and he drops his sack. They've clearly been warned. A mining ministry official spots this boy carrying cobalt has been captured by our cameras. His response is brutal. Later, we ask him why he struck the child. He refused to answer. We've now witnessed for ourselves that children are working here, that they are involved with the production of cobalt, and we've seen the products of that child there were loaded onto a variety of different vehicles. Children, little black kids, little African kids in the Republic of Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, are forced into slave labor, and when they are spotted by cameras because they didn't hide properly as they were told, they're beaten. Is Joe Biden going to speak out about this? Is John Kerry going to speak out about this as they push for this green revolution and new electric car batteries for everybody? We watch the brokers set the price, and none of them ask where the cobalt is from or how it was mined. Artisanal mining output tripled, and the fear is even more children are being pressed into labor. Why? Because cobalt is skyrocketing in price. Supplying your green electric car comes at a cost. We have permission to film here, but local mining officials once more try to stop us. A producer captures the scene on a hidden camera. The government says it's working to combat child labor, but the same mining ministry officials tasked with enforcing an ethical supply chain have been the ones attempting to block our investigations. Um, this is obviously, you know, the CNN video investigative report, television report. Um, I think it plays well on the radio because she's very descriptive. I think this is, I hope you are getting as much out of this as you need to be to understand what Joe Biden is silently approving of as he pushes for more electric car plants in the United States. What he is silently approving of, what John Kerry, what all of the left, what AOC, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, the Green New Deal, uh, you know, individuals, I'll be kind here, they are approving of the enslavement of little black children because little black children being paid less than a dollar a day fit down into those narrow minds better than adults do. Police officer arrives and we're told we need to leave for our own safety. We do. But not before we spot a red truck loaded up and leaving the very same market. It matches the distinctive red of the trucks used by one of the main international cobalt supply firms, China's Congo Dongfang Mining, CDM. We decide to follow it. We can't afford to lose him because where he delivers that cobalt load, that is the link between the children that you saw down there on the riverfront and the global markets. As the truck pulls into its final destination, guards rush out to block our cameras. Stop. We later receive a warning phone call. This facility is under the protection of the presidential guard. We're told to stay away. That message may as well have been, this facility is under the protection of the President of the United States. He wants more cobalt. He wants more electric batteries. He wants more green energy. He doesn't care how many young black kids need to die 
under slave labor in order to make that happen. CNN visited three sites to show how widespread the use of child labor is. At this mine, in spite of our permissions, we eventually had to resort to filming undercover to capture the children. We couldn't prove where exactly the dirty cobalt enters the international supply chain, but we witnessed that it does. Mercedes-Benz, Tesla, Fiat Chrysler, among others, say they have a zero-tolerance policy for the use of child labor, but they acknowledge they are unable to fully map their supply chain due to its complex nature. Car makers simply cannot promise consumers their products are 100% child labor free. And that's, of course, because they're not. And yet, the industrialized nations, in particular this one that wants to convert to green energy, doesn't care if they are child labor free. After 10 days in Congo, our contacts advise us to leave for our own safety. But what have we learned? At the main markets, nobody asks where the cobalt for sale is mined or how. We followed a truck to an operation that is pumping dirty cobalt into the international supply chain under the aegis of the Congolese Presidential Guard. We witnessed mining ministry officials harassing children to hide them from our cameras, while others blocked our filming. All employed by the same Congolese authority, car makers entrust to issue the certification. The United Nations Children's Fund, UNICEF, reports that around 40,000 little black African children have been forced to work in these extremely dangerous conditions in the mines for next to nothing, slave labor. And they estimate that uh, around 23 million new electric cars will be sold over the coming decade. If Joe Biden has his way, you can probably double or triple that number with the new Green New Deal energy uh, plan all being sold to you and to me under the guise of it's best for our planet. It's best to combat climate change. I welcome your thoughts. 216-901-0945. We'll be right back. All right, it's uh, 1026 as we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. Why do you suppose it is that nobody has asked any of the liberal Democrats who are trying to push the Green New Deal and push uh, green cars, green energy upon us about the human rights toll that this is taking? Why do you suppose nobody has asked them about the actual environmental impact? They're supposed to be saving our planet, right? That's what they say. They're supposed to be saving the planet. That's what this is all about. Got to stop digging for fossil fuels. Meanwhile... They've got to dig and mine into the earth for all of these other substances needed to make the lithium-ion batteries. Which has, this is again, according to the United Nations, this has contributed to environmental degradation, landscape damage, soil contamination, groundwater depletion, and pollution. Along with lithium, another key component of the electric car batteries, as I mentioned, was cobalt. Two-thirds of all cobalt production happens in the Democratic Republic of Congo. With those 40,000 children that I mentioned, extremely dangerous conditions. The UN fears that cobalt copper mines in Congo may contain sulfur minerals that contribute to acid, uh, acid mine drainage, a phenomenon that causes pollution or contamination of surface water. 
thereby increasing the toxicity of rivers and drinking water. The environmental impacts of graphite mining are very similar to those associated with cobalt mining, says the U.N., Last December, a prominent professor at the Copenhagen uh, Business School said that attempts to rein in global warming by driving, uh, warming by driving electric cars were nothing other than pointless virtue signaling. It's absurd, he said, for middle-class citizens in advanced economies to tell themselves that eating less steak or commuting to, in a Toyota TM 0.18% Prius will rein in rising temperatures. Although I'm a vegetarian and don't own a car, he said, I believe we need to be honest about what such choices can achieve. Although electric cars are branded as environmentally friendly, the fact is generating the electricity they require almost always involves burning fossil fuels. Moreover, producing energy-intensive batteries for these cars invariably generates significant CO2 emissions. He said electric cars have a huge carbon deficit when they first hit the road and will will only start saving emissions over the traditional uh, internal combustion engines after they're driven for about 60,000 miles. Even if the percentage of electric cars in the world were to rise to 15 times their present numbers, electric cars could only reduce global CO2 emissions by maybe, maybe 1% according to the International Energy Agency. IEA Executive Director Faith Birol said in 2018, electric cars saved 40 million tons of CO2 worldwide, sufficient to reduce global temperatures by a mere 0.000018 degrees Celsius, or a little more than a hundred thousandth of a degree By the end of the century, if you think you can save the climate with electric cars, said the executive director of the Internal Energy Agency, you're completely wrong. Um, Paging John Kerry, paging Joe Biden, paging AOC, I've got a green new deal for you, and the deal is this. Shove this thing straight up your nose. We'll be right back. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Okay, it's 1037, uh, 23 minutes of outstanding awesome left in the week. Um, I had just one more 18-second clip, the wrap of that CNN report. Yes, you heard it right. If you missed the uh, last half hour, I played something from CNN, um, portions of an investigative report that they did on the um, African slave uh, child labor that is used to mine cobalt in order to build Joe Biden and John Kerry's electric car batteries. 
The tail end of that report is here. It's 18 seconds, and I want to give this to you as well. It's also important to reiterate that we have passed our findings on to all the car manufacturers and to the main suppliers of artisanal cobalt, including um, Congo's China Dongfang, um, sorry, China's Congo Dongfang Mining, the lead supplier internationally of artisanal cobalt, who have launched an investigation. Uh, I'm going to get you that last part of this again. Who is the leading manufacturer of cobalt? China's Congo Dongfang Mining. What's the name of that company and what country is it from? China's Congo Dongfang Mining, the lead supplier internationally of artisanal cobalt. The lead supplier internationally of artisanal cobalt, which is the core ingredient used in all of Joe Biden's electric car batteries that he wants to replace every vehicle in the federal fleet with is a Chinese company. China's Congo Dongfang Mining, the lead supplier internationally of artisanal cobalt. Does anybody still think that the Green New Deal push and this green energy push and this electric car battery push is about saving the planet after everything I've just told you this morning? If you think this is about anything less than money, corruption, personal enrichment, and globalism, then you just aren't paying attention and you don't want to know. After everything I just shared with you from the IEA, from the United Nations, the CNN report, there is nothing, nothing about this Green New Deal or about this electric car battery revolution that is about saving the planet or climate change. It is about power, and it is about money. That's it. They're complaining that we drill and dig and mine too much in the United States for coal and natural gas and oil. Yet electric car makers like Tesla have said they want 100% of these raw materials that I've been talking about, everything from cobalt, magnesium, lithium, all of these things that we've been talking about, nickel, he wants all of it to be done and dug and mined in the United States, or at least in North America in general. Well, guess what? How much more damage is that going to do if we're already complaining about mining and digging and exploring and drilling for fossil fuels that we're already using? Cobalt has not been mined in the United States for 40 years. And the country produced zero tons of graphite in 2015. There's one lithium operation near the Tesla Gigafactory, uh, one site, and it only produces 1,000 tons of lithium hydroxide per year, not nearly enough to fuel a a battery boom. So to meet its goal of a 100% North American raw material supply chain to build their batteries, we, we would need new resources to be discovered, drilled, and extracted from the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, all with a massive, massive CO2 emissions output, which is what they said they're trying to stop. Meanwhile, we're going to have to keep mining for coal and oil and natural gas because they are extraordinarily integral parts of running the factories that would build the batteries. So they're doubling and tripling the amount of mining, exploring, and drilling on, in all of North America, from Mexico to the U.S. to Canada and back down again. 
They're doubling and tripling the amount of mining that would have to be done in order to use the, find the fossil fuels to run the plants that would build the electric car batteries that will be made from materials that have to be mined and explored and drilled from this continent. Tell me again how this is about saving the planet. There's one thing I would ask you to do. One thing I would ask you to save. This show... This podcast, which is coming up, you know, will be podcasted, rather, on our page at WHK Radio at the end of the hour. I want you to save this. I want you to download this. I want you to share this with everybody. Every lefty friend of yours who says that climate change has to stop, we need to build electric cars and electric car batteries and get rid of fossil fuels in order to save the planet for our future generations. I want you to share all of this sourced and verifiable information with them. Because when I say we have to save this country, when I say we have to save this society, I mean it. We have to educate one another. 216-901-0945. Let's go to uh, TJ in Cleveland, AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, TJ, go ahead. Hi, Bob. You know, uh, he hasn't built one factory yet, and he's going to convert all these cars. So all you got to do is connect the Chinese dots here. Where's he going to get all these electric cars? I'll tell you where. He's going to be buying cheap Chinese electric cars to replace this uh, fleet. Now, you know, to build these factories require a lot of steel. Now, let us not forget, under Obama, our steel mills were almost out of business because of the dumping of cheap foreign steel. And Trump stopped that with his tariffs. Now, you're going to have this potato in the White House. He's going to lift these tariffs. And the steel mills are going to see exorbitant cost and energy with this war on petroleum to make steel. So that just opens the door for, guess what, cheap Chinese foreign steel on the market. He is selling this country out to the Chinese, and it doesn't take, you know, like an MIT graduate to to connect the dots on this thing. Uh, One other question. If you have an engineer out there, I wish you would call and answer this, because I've always wondered about this. I got an electric car in Cleveland. And it's three degrees outside. And I get on 480. First of all, I know one thing. The colder it gets, the less efficient a battery gets. And it gets really inefficient under 32 degrees. No question. Now, I'm sitting in a two-hour traffic jam on 480. And them batteries are running my defrosters, my windshield wipers, my lights, my engine, everything. How long is that charge going to last in three degrees? Am I going to go dead in the middle of the freeway? I'm not, uh, sh- short short answer, yes, uh, you are, uh, because that's just, like you said, the nature of batteries. But the, the long answer would be, they would say, it depends on how big of a battery you buy. And the, the, the size of that battery you buy, which increases your charge, which increases your mileage ratio, or not ratio, radius, as far as how far you can drive until you need a recharge or to get back to where you were to recharge, um, they'll say it depends on how big of a battery you buy and how powerful. And then they'll say, by the way, that will depend on how much money you want to spend. So you're going to spend, I mean, these electric cars are going to be so much more enormously expensive so that people can cover for contingencies like you just described if they live in cold climates. You are going to pay a premium for having to have the biggest battery available uh, if you're going to live in Cleveland, if you're going to live in Minneapolis, or you're going to live anywhere it snows and gets under, under 32 degrees for a good portion of the winter. And that's what they're going to do to you. Yeah. Or or they could just come up with a battery trailer you can tow behind your electric car. You know, I mean, this, this, this stuff is ridiculous, and it's not going to work, and he knows it's not going to work. No. This is nothing but the Biden family paying the Chinese back for endowing them with riches over It's not the just them. It's not just them. 
that that's that's part of it well, as we just discussed but but i mean this right this now. yeah this 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 movement was started long before biden uh you know and in, in, in you know bernie sanders has been about this aoc and kamala harris are the ones who helped write the green new deal all of these the, this push has been going on for a long time and it's been going on in foreign countries as well because it's a globalist movement not just an american movement but yes um you're right and thanks for the call tj you're right when you say that biden is indeed selling out to china i just pointed out the largest supplier of cobalt artisanal cobalt for all of these batteries is a Chinese-owned company. Who is going to benefit the most from this? China is. You don't think that that had anything to do with the deal that Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and Joe Biden made with the Chinese to give them millions in exchange for what? In exchange for the contracts to provide all of these things. You know, TJ said they're just going to build Chinese cars. I don't think so. Not at least exclusively. Again, you heard Kerry say at his press conference on Wednesday, he wants to build, or they want to build more electric cars, uh, factories and battery factories in the United States. And his claim is, and solar factories, you know, solar panel factories and wind turbine factories, build them in the communities where the coal miners live now because they're all going to get fired and laid off for now anyway, and they're going to have to learn a new job at a new kind of plant. Well, again, where are all those parts coming from? Where are all those supplies coming from? The steel that TJ mentioned. Uh, certainly, obviously, the uh, the minerals and the uh, um, uh, ingredients, the materials to make these batteries that we're talking about, they're all going to be imported, and the vast majority of those imports are going to come from China. There's no question about it. This is not about the environment. It's not about, uh, not about you know climate change. This is about profit and power. Profit and power, profit and power, profit and power. Do not underestimate that. You want an example of what I mean by profit? I was just made aware of this, thanks to Derek. The um, Over the weekend, it was revealed. No, not, not over the weekend. Yeah, maybe it was. Like a couple of days, but I'm just, just becoming aware of this. That Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, purchased... 25 call options of Tesla stock. Now, the purchases could have been made either by Pelosi or her husband, Paul, who runs a venture capital firm. The options were bought at a stake price of $500, an expiration of March 18, 2022. She paid between $500,000 and a million dollars for the options, according to the disclosure. By the way, how does a woman who comes into office and makes $147,000 a year become such a multimillionaire? Uh, I'm just going to let that sit. She also disclosed that uh, she bought 20,000 shares of Alliance Burnings Holdings and a bunch of Apple and some other things. But the point being, she bought a bunch of stock in an electric car factory that is going to clearly benefit from the mandate and the order of Joe Biden, the President of the United States, and her fellow party member, when they order the federal fleet to be converted all to electric cars, Tesla is going to go through the roof. They're going to be, get a, be a huge beneficiary of this business. And now Nancy Pelosi, right before this order is made, buys a bunch of stock in Tesla. Now you tell me that this isn't about family profit? This isn't about personal profit and power. You think this is about trying to save the planet. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Bill in Strongsville. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Go ahead, Bill. Hi, Bob. Yeah, uh, this thing about solar and wind and converting to a green economy, the public and the news media is so misinformed about how 
power is generated and distributed. I don't know if you recall, Biden said, you're just going to put bat. Somebody asked him about solar, about the green. He says, you're just going to have batteries in your basement, and you're just going to charge them up during the day and use them up at night. There's no, it's just like your previous caller said, there's no easy way to store electrical energy. And solar and wind will not work. They tried it in Germany, and now they're backing away from it because they have power outages. Solar is very, uh, it is not a concentrated form of energy. And wind, there's a windmill in Berea that when I go there, I've never seen the thing spinning. That's a middle-aged technology. That's because that's because there's no nowhere uh, to store it, right? You cannot store the energy. That's why in the highest windy Absolutely. days, one would think that man, they want that thing to be cranking, let the wind blow, and then store that. They can't store the energy. That's why they're sitting there not not moving. For for every hundred megawatts of solar or wind, they have to they have to to manufacture and have online and available ninety megawatts of fossil fuel. <laughs> so when the solar and wind don't work, essentially one to one. So if you build solar and wind, you had better have a like amount of fossil fuel or nuclear to to bring online when the solar and wind don't work, which is half the time or most of the time. It's this is this is so far removed from reality. It's like yeah. I, my head wants to explode. You people, Bill, Bill, you're you're it. a genius. You have very important information to share. I don't know if you've called the show before, but I hope you call back because what you are providing right now is, is is extraordinarily expert information that people need to know. And I really appreciate that. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you, Bill. You call back any time, every time, when you've got facts to share about this, about the ninety percent, etc. That is extraordinarily important. Yes, we need more fossil fuels just just to just to power the the, the electric car battery and car electric car plants for crying out loud. They're going to continue using fossil fuels while laying off fossil fuel workers in order to save the the, the planet from climate change. It's insanity. Got one segment left. We'll be right back. I'm, uh, I'm going to share that story. <clears throat> I'm going to share that story on my uh, uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I still have a Facebook page. I'm weaning myself down, but I needed to share stories like this as long as they don't block or suspend me. Shortly before China Joe announced he was ordering the entire federal fleet of vehicles to be replaced by electric vehicles, Nancy Pelosi bought a bunch of stock in Tesla. Tell me there wasn't insider trading going on there, insider information. Tell me that both of them should not be thrown straight in freaking jail. And tell me again how the green energy revolution is about anything more than profit and power. David in Amherst, AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, David, go ahead. Hi, good morning. Um, good morning. Uh, first statement I wanted to make was, gee, I am a believer in climate change, natural climate change, not man-made climate change. It's been going on for billions of years um this has been a fantastic show bob and i really appreciate everything you've presented today but one little kind of off the wall piece of the pie that we haven't talked about is the fact that the vast majority of the money that is used to build and maintain our highways comes from petroleum taxes it's which are going up in california which yeah, are which going are up. The federal up. gas tax, Buttigieg said, is going to do that. He's gonna ra- they're going to raise it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, David. Yeah, 
And it's my understanding that um, California is about to introduce a bill that would require a six to eight hundred dollar a year registration fee for electric cars, so that they would have the money to maintain the highways. Yep. Go figure. Yep. It's it's, it's all an, about the dollars. You're it right. is. It's about profit, Thank you, Bob. and it's about power. Yes, indeed. Thank you, David. Great points all the way around. Uh, let's go to Harvey out in Euclid on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hi, Harvey. Go ahead. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can, sir. This is my first time ever calling a show, so I may be a bit inept here. But I wanted to point out that the electric car issue, you haven't gone far enough, Bob. I, I appreciate what you said. It's the first time I've heard anything on air that's informed about the correct facts, about that they, they shift. They, all they do is shift the uh, gen, more generation to uh, fossil fuel. But here's the thing, Bob. Um, George Ola, a prize-winning, a Nobel Prize-winning chemist, uh, wrote a book called The Methanol Solution. And he has pointed out that we can take CO2 out of the air and combine it with water vapor and make methanol, which is a virtual replacement for, for gasoline, almost one-on-one. And... Uh, but but big oil and the corrupt politicians are squelching this. Yet a little com- country named Iceland has an operating plant taking CO2 out of the air and using geothermal energy to produce methanol, which they put in their cars. So, Bob, when are we going to get a non-corrupt political organization and corrupt uh, uh, big oil to step out of the way? of progress well here's what i would say and thank you you did a great job for a first time call you were not inept at all very important information and i thank you for that here's what i would say in response though we will never ever get rid of big oil because big oil is big american commerce it's big american manufacturing petroleum is used in so many things more than just gasoline Uh, i don't want to get rid of big oil do i want to be a slave to big oil no But do I want to be energy independent and not uh, reliant upon OPEC or any of the other foreign uh, uh, um, organizations to provide us with our oil, with our energy? I do not. I like being energy independent, and I know petroleum is going to be a huge part of anything we do and everything we do. Um, That's just the fact of the matter. With respect to what you're saying about methanol, I did not read that book nor hear about Iceland or anything else. It is certainly worth investigating and looking into to see if this has ever been brought up uh, by our politicians and our leaders. Thank you, Harvey, for that call. Thanks to everybody for being a part of the show. Do me a favor. Go listen to this one again and share it with people you know at whkradio.com. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.